get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Rock and Roll Circus. Coming at you back in your face like bad breath. We are at you one more time. Like every day, right? Right. Man, I'll right. Tell you. What's the movie? Is it uh is that um um uh was that when Harry met Sally where she wakes up and says, Where's the cat? I think just shit in my mouth. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, we all can relate. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So we're like the cat that takes a shit in your mouth every week. You're welcome. It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com is where you go for all your Ludini needs. And we know that they are many. That's why there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm, there to mm-hmm. do, including our YouTube archive, our interview archive, all the show notes, uh, access to our private inner circle group, how to get my uh, albums and things like that. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com. Uh, Wolf's Customs dot online or find them on social media for Austin. 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 Totally Austin, dude. Austin Levistum, baby. Wolfie. Uh, for awesome oh, that's custom you. artwork done on your musical instruments, check out wolfscustoms.online or find them on social media. And of course, the none other than the folks at rockrageradio.com. Oh, yeah. Download. What kind of app is that again, Mr. Pittsburgh? Absolutely free. It is a free app for freaks. So if you're a freak mm. like us and you like to hear great music programming 24-7, Yay. please check out uh, rockrageradio.com. Yes. Check it out. Um, okay, so enough, enough of all that horse shit. We are back. Horse shit. Uh, last week we did Rush. <sighs> yes, we did. So there was a bye week, right? It's not like on the Steelers they call it a bye week. Sure, sure. Um, bye tour week. Bye tour and the snow <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> A little Rush humor there. Is, is that, we'll have to talk about Fly By Night, um, but mm-hmm. I always kind of wondered if that was a kind of Joke, by tour as in biter. Oh, like a I, kind of a you know. Yeah, I don't know. I we'll have to save that for another rush podcast. But wow. if you've been uh, checking us out, we've been doing a rush podcast once a month uh, called the Ludini Rock and Rush Podcast. Yeah. So uh, check it out. Um, and it's just with the regular stuff. You don't have to search anything different. It comes up as on your if you're subscribed to us on um, Spotify or whatever. It's going to show up as a regular podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except it's all Rush, the greatest band ever. Yes. Um, did you see um, um, the uh, meme um, with Paul McCartney and Getty Lee, by the way? I don't think I have. There's a meme with them, and they're standing there looking at each other, and I think Paul McCartney has his hands up in the air, uh-huh. and, and Getty Lee's standing there, and the, and, the, and the caption says, when I find myself in times of trouble... Getty Lee comes uh, <laughs> No, M- Mother Mary comes to me, Getty Lee, something like that. Getty Lee Getty, comes to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like I Lee. have seen it. That's pretty good. So. If I'm sometimes trouble, Getty Lee comes to me. Getty Lee is the greatest. Yes. Um. So anyways. He's uh, the goat. As the say kids that, today. Say that again. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. He's the goat as the kids today He's say. Kid, the goat. Now get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, you goat. <laughs> No goats on my lawn. Well, 
they could they could cut your grass for you. Well, you know, the juicy, the juicy. They're juicy. The juicy, the juicy. Hey, Lucy, juicy. On the other side of the railroad tracks there off of Pike Street. Yeah. There's that, you know, there's the Chartier's Creek. Sure. Is running there. And on both sides, they have a will have goats oh yeah to eat the grass there's a company that does that yeah. they'll bring their goats to your area and yeah it's very cool so anyways uh, enough about the goats uh, right. Mr. Pittsburgh is in the house what's hey. up Mr. Pittsburgh how are you making hello, up hello everybody hello everybody so tell us what's new I understand that you had a little bit of an adventure this week why Look, Ludini look at me right now I'm looking at you is there... here's looking at you Mr. Pittsburgh thank you thank you buddy are the words "please talk to me" written on my forehead? Am I missing minute, something wait minute, here? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let me see. Uh, actually, they are. Oh shit! Well, no <laughs> mystery solved. So, <laughs> I was out today waiting for some friends, and uh, you know, I meet the most interesting people uh, in East Liberty. You know. And so the building I was standing outside with the restaurant there, they have scaffolding up because they're repointing the bricks or whatnot, right? So I'm just sitting there kind of minding my own business. And uh, this this fella. <laughs> this, this handsome this young man. Fella came by. A big piece of man. He's having. No, sorry. He's probably. The story's not going in that direction. <laughs> I'm still going. I'm going in the wrong I'm direction. I'm still going crazy over here. And so he's, I'm going to say the, the gentleman's maybe in his 30s or so. He's having trouble navigating around the scaffolding. He might be just a little bit lit. I'm just saying. No. Now, rather no, than, wait, no, wait a minute. Just that a could never bit. happen. You know why that could never happen? Why is that? Because it's against the rules of OSHA. Oh, that's true. So it would never he, happen. No, it's he wasn't that. working on the site. He was a pedestrian. Oh. But he was having trouble was navigating sped. the walk. <laughs> he was walking on the sidewalk with all the scaffolding. Now, rather than just walk by me, like most normal people would, he stops. He's like, hey, man, have you noticed all the construction around Pittsburgh? Everywhere you go, man, on this street, downtown, everywhere. I turn around, around the corner, there's more of them. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I know. It's a pain in the eye. He goes, the city council should do something about it. I said, you are absolutely right, sir, because, you know, I'm very friendly. And I said, that's right. They should regulate how much construction goes on at a time. He goes, that is right. And with that, he was satisfied with that, and he left. That's not, I told you that story to tell you this story. A little bit later on. A little bit later on, maybe about no more than five minutes or so, I'm, I'm going to smoke a cigarette while I'm waiting for my buddy. So, light up the Now, cigarette. everybody in the audience now knows that you condone the I don't use condone of... it. <laughs> Smoking, I'm waiting for somebody to come up to me and go, you know, you shouldn't smoke. Because I'm already, I will say, no, you shouldn't smoke. Don't worry about me. All right, anyway. <laughs> So I light up a cigarette, and I'm just kind of sitting there on the little stoop area there. <laughs> this guy, now this guy is lit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's wearing a leather Steelers jacket, no shirt, pants, that are, pants that are falling off of his ass, and he keeps adjusting his belt. And I'm... Praying to any entity that will listen, please just let him walk by me. And he's carrying a big bag. Walk on by. Big bag. Uh, he's got uh, uh, what appears to be a bunch of shirts in his hand, right? He's selling steel shirts. No. See? See, you and I think alike. No. And no he stops. Oh, no. 
and he's like, Now, I heard the word buy, <coughs> and I thought I heard T-shirts in there somewhere. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I don't carry cash with me. He goes, no, no, no. I'm in Africa. You I buy a cigarette. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I he said, wants to bum a cigarette. He wants to buy a cigarette. Oh, he specifically buy a cigarette. said, because I heard the word buy in the first exchange we had. And I said, no, man. He goes, no, that's cool. I said, no, no, you can't buy a cigarette. I'm going to give you one. <sighs> because I know entertainment when I see it. So he lights up the cigarette. And rather than saying thank you and leaving, he's now going to talk to me. <laughs> well, wait a minute here. Yeah. Here's what happens when you feed the local I wildlife. I know, right? <laughs> so why they tell you not to do that. I know. But sometimes it's so entertaining. And I was bored because, you know, I'm just waiting. So what do I do? No, no. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, man. It's an awkward work around there. I said, "Can't come and see me." You know what I mean? I said, "No, no." Now, exactly. Now he kicks his bag, and I swear to God, the skeleton of an owl comes out. And I said, you're losing your little buddy there. And he spins around, looks down, and goes, ah! He's dead. He's He's like picking it up and looking at it. And I'm like, number one, where the fuck did he get a skeleton of an owl? Like, it's all RT. It's all glued together and stuff like that. Yeah, like maybe, he, maybe he's in the taxidermy. Oddity, uh, uh, oddity show. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, man, let me tell you. He's like showing it to me. And I'm like, yeah. It's maybe he's just super talented. I don't know. Finally, he puts it in there, starts picking up all the shirts and shit he was carrying. He's like, my name, man, my Bruce. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? He goes, my way, man, my name Bruce. His name's Bruce. I got that. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm like, Bruce, I'm, I'm Kevin. How you doing, man? He goes, ah, man, you know what I mean? I'm going to get Kevin and down the bag, and he's come running and going, you know what I mean? I'm like, you take care of yourself, Brewster, and off he went. I'm like, why? Why? For all the beautiful women that walk by, not one will stop and say, I like, I like bearded goats, <laughs> or the or the bald goats. The bald goats is the bald goats. The bearded goats, yeah. No, not one. I get. Hey, man. <laughs> well, see, Mister Pittsburgh, you know that's the city living. Yeah. And you know that's how it is in the city. You, we don't see it out here in Cannonsburg too much. Well, let's be honest. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you do, but not like East Liberty. No, 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 no. no. Not that's like Sliberty. A- no, that's a whole Ooh. like situation twenty four seven. You know, East Liberty, yeah. even Carson Street. Yes, that's another one. Um, uh, Butler Street in Lawrenceville. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, th- th- there's just there's a ton of them. Yeah, you know, welcome uh, to Pittsburgh, man. It could be very entertaining. I imagine it's no different than any other city. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure you see the you know I've you seen, get the yeah, videos you, you and have, stuff like, from very Philly. entertaining folks yeah, oh, in yeah. Philadelphia and in nice. Cleveland and. You know, in Morgantown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh. what else? Did you do you watch any movies or TV shows? No, or, but you I mean, got, you just come um, home and just sit and stare at the walls. Play, play my, your triple. I play my triple pickup list. Paul is what I do. Talk to the cat, even though it can't hear me. But the, the, the daughter texted me the other day with very good news. <clears throat> uh, one of my favorite bands. 
It's coming to town next year. And that would be the Foo Fighters. We don't have a date yet, but it is confirmed that they're booked for a PPG Arena. So I'm very happy about that. So I guess I'll go. I guess. Might as well. Hopefully the sound will be better than Aerosmith. Well, that's the thing, too. I wonder about that because I've seen... Matter of fact, I've seen the Food Fighters at PPG, and the sound was fantastic. I've seen other bands there, too, and I'm like, wow. So when you said that it wasn't good for Aerosmith, I'm like, what's going on there? You know what it was? Steven was too busy uh, tearing his larynx, so... Did you hear that, that they're, they've postponed until yeah, next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did hear that they had to postpone it. Um, I don't know. Eric said he thought he was struggling. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, it sounded pretty good. Yeah. Like, but I will quality. say that I would be... I will say this. I don't think there was any um, shenanigans. Uh, yeah. Like uh, 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 tracks or... Right, right. You know, they, I mean, they unless, were blowing just, unless they were doing like a sound effect. Or, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, something like that, maybe. You know, but like huh. they, you know, the song sounds sounded like they were actually playing live. You could, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But you uh, could hear the human factor in yeah, it. You could, yeah, you could hear the yeah. fact these were guys playing instruments. It didn't sound. They sounded mm-hmm. great, but didn't sound like the recording. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. Yeah. You know, I don't can explain it. I get um, it. You can understand when these are so- <laughs> these are songs. If you grew up in Bisbarg. Well, probably if you grew up in Cleveland or Chicago or Detroit, right, or, the, you yeah. heard like every, especially if you grew up anywhere kind of in a Midwestern kind of city. Mm-hmm. I don't know if on the if the coastal cities are as big into classic rock, but if you grew up in in this area at all, oh, yeah. you know the Midwest at all, like you heard, you know, back in the saddle on the radio mm-hmm, like every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So yeah. when they play it live, you can hear that they're playing it live. I don't exactly, know how else to explain yeah. it. It did yeah. not sound like it Your was. Your brain is so used to that recording that anything my like the time we were well, listening to uh, I guess it was Moog back in the day, and we're listening to a song. Can't remember what it was. Who, what like, was it? Was it Moog? Was that the streaming service? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How long Mog, ago? Moog, yeah. Mog Moog. Moog. Anyway. And we're listening to this song, and it was a classic, or like artist, you know, like Sticks or something. And you're like, "There's something off about this song." And here it was one of those ones that they had re-recorded yeah. to get the royalties off of. Yeah, so you can tell. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sticks, they, yeah, they got a whole whole thing going on, but we're going to get sure, into sure. that. All right, uh, uh, Foreigner. Mm-hmm. You'll go. You'll Journey all be like, "Oh, it. urgent, yeah. yeah." And you'll put and on. You're like, like wait, wait a, a minute. minute, you know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about streaming services in a, in a, in a minute here. Yes. Because um, I recently had that exact experience with Foreigner on um, YouTube Music. Oh, really? Where um, you're like, wait, they were, you know, they, like I played a song, and then it played songs based on the songs I played, right. and right. then one of the songs was a Foreigner song, and it might have been it might have been Urgent or Jukebox Hero. Mm-hmm. And I'm going like, that's not. That's not no, right. No, no, yeah. no. It's uh, what's his name? Kelly. What's it? Ke- what's his name? The new singer. Oh, I don't um, know. Kelly Morgan. That's not his name. But they, he's. Uh, it was. It was definitely him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so we're gonna get into streaming services in a minute. Yeah. What you? What were you up to this week? Excuse me. Uh, you like that? You on like there? sitting in there? Yeah. I had to get rid of it. Oh, uh, been a hard day's night. Let me tell you. Huh. Um. Uh, let me see. Wow. Yes. Been all kind of stuff. Um, nice. What's been going on? I I read a um and, and, and well read listened to a uh, a short novel mm-hmm. called The Witch in the Well. Which well? Exactly. All right, I say that all the time. Ha! 
which witch is which, you know what I'm saying? And I would love to give you guys the name of the author. Um, and I want to give the book a, like a kind of a, just a Little. kind of real basic um, yes. general review. Okay. Was it B. Arthur? Was she the author? B. Arthur. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Here's what happens when you get older. Yep. (laughs) You can't see with your glasses. And? And you can't see without them. Camilla Bruce is the uh, author of The Witch in the Well. Um, You can listen to it for free on YouTube. Oh, cool. I'm sure if you don't have a YouTube subscription, there are commercials. Some of the people are complaining. Oh, my God, there's a commercial every five minutes. Well, well like, you know. It's free. Yeah, you know, exactly. Full TV. Exactly. Um, so, um, Camilla Bruce sounds uh-huh. like a woman to me. Uh-huh. Okay, right? Is there right? something you're going to tell me? Well, what I'm going to say is, like, the two main characters in this book, Kathy and Eleanor, uh-huh. are these, like, two, and I'm just going to speak... In the language, in the parlance that I knew, grew up, growing, growing up, grow up, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I learned growing up. Okay. So I, I apologize. I'm not going to speak this in um, uh, politically correct right. terminology. Yeah. It's the Lutini Rock and Roll exactly. Circus. Exactly. So I'm just going to say, this is a story about two catty bitches. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ellen, uh, the, the, okay, it's just the two of the most like annoying stereotype kind of women, and like yes. I'm really the whole book, I'm like kind of baffled, like because if you're trying to write like a strong female characters, because uh-huh. you're you know what I mean, a, something kind of feminist kind of, you were really not arguing your case yeah, <laughs> very well yeah, at all. Not, uh, um, yeah. El- Eleanor is this um, uh, like social media influencer okay and she's written this book that's a kind of like woo woo um you know my soul she talks to her soul whatever Mm -hmm. okay and kathy is a very um like that's just stupid and you know you're an idiot and um just the kind of like she's very um she had a bad experience as a kid and like never grew out of it like always maintained a kind of bitter attitude okay okay and these two are at each other's throats they start out as friends when they're kids um it's not the 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 novel is not long i'm making a psychic sound like lots of stuff i'm explaining is like already set up for when the story starts um and you know very quickly and it's in the in the first chapter so this isn't a spoiler eleanor is dead and kathy's oh. accused of murdering her okay okay now uh, some of this stuff would have been way more interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. but just these are two most unlikable characters i've ever seen and they are pretty much the only characters and there's a couple of peripheral characters um but it's basically basically those two um and there is um a uh a witch um Ilsbeth. now the story is this they come from this little hamlet village whatever called and, and, and this drove me crazy every time they said it in a book i wanted to like scream so this was not a good book for me to listen to okay um the the town was called f f like fart yeah like that's fool. the word i was thinking of like fuck like f. oh there it is 
you know. Um, so like every time they said it, that drove me crazy. And anyway, so like a gazillion years ago, this witch, uh, uh, Elizabeth, was thrown into this well and drowned. Oh, okay, my. so this well now has all this mystery around it, and mm-hmm. some people have c- committed suicide there. And wow. There have been, you know, different disappearances and blah, okay. blah, 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 blah. So, okay, okay, that's the sort of setup, all right? Mm-hmm. And um, so this Kathy is like this catty bit, this, this like pissed off woman who is, you know, and feels like uh, uh, um, Eleanor's still in her thunder because Eleanor wants to write a story about this woman, and Kathy wants to write a story about this woman, and they're like, Mm-hmm. And they just they did they, they act like children, and uh, so okay. So this did not go very well for my my complaining no complaining diet. That I'm yeah, right. <laughs> okay, and I should have just turned it off. But but did I you? Di- I no. did not because it got I did it caught my interest just enough to go like. Oh, all right. I kind of want to see what's gonna yeah. happen. Like, it was. Do you ever watch a movie and go like, "What's well, gonna get good pretty soon?" Yeah, it's gonna get yeah. good. It's got now. It's, it's got now. To. It's gonna get now good. It's, okay. Now, yeah. Now, I, now I I am in the minority. I, um, when I, if you pull this up on YouTube, you'll see that there are reviewers that love this book. Yeah, me not so much. Yeah, me not so much. Okay. Was, uh, but anyways, so um, yeah, I'm learning. I although I did not learn, it did put like kind of a poop on my week. Um. Just because every time I listen to it, it really was just not fun. I was yeah. just aggravated. So don't do that to yourself, everybody. Don't. If you're not liking something, just just, just give just, it up. Give it's it up. Okay. Yeah, find something. Yeah. yeah. There's no like a. Uh, it's just a thing like we were raised with, right? You know, you have to finish stick your part. You know, stick it out, yeah, exactly. even if it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, um, so the witch in the well. Um, I watched a classic. I watched Easy Money with Rodney, oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Yes, and I think this is Joe Pesci's first movie. Oh wow, or one of his first. Okay, and you see it's the Joe Pesci character in the movie. You really just the way he talks. Of you see the beginnings of Tommy uh, yeah, from, from Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. If you haven't seen it in a while, go watch it. It's super funny. It's got a great song by Billy Joel. Um. Is the it, and it gets played in the beginning of the movie and at the end. So, but it's a very cool okay, song called cool. "Easy Money" by Billy Joel. It's very, very good. Um, like I said, I've been really. I did pretty well with my no complaining. I'm getting, mm-hmm. but I did this. This kind of put that me into whole, a like, eh. yeah. So I'm like, we're working on it. We're getting better. You sure. know, one of the things I noticed too, like with this, is um, you know, looking at reverb, and I get like indignant. <laughs> okay. okay. Over like. Oh yeah, over over people like mm-hmm. some of like the prices they ask for certain things, you know. What I mean, and sometimes like what one of the things that's like a okay, I'm complaining. I got to shut up, but just real quick, seriously, just can it would it hurt you to put a description of what it is you're selling? You know, they'll have yeah. some effect pedal, some some effect pedal called the you know um, the sweet box, okay? <laughs> yeah. And like and and all they'll say is like, look it up if you want to know what this is. Well, I'm not doing your and work it, for you. Yeah, and they want like four hundred thirty-nine dollars or something. Yeah, this is like, so like, and then I find myself kind of like, so I have to. So being aware of this though has made me kind of like pick up on things that I like do that I that I don't think are healthy, and yeah. I think would are are contribute are like. Um, with putting a damper at times on my joy in life. Mm-hmm. So like I want to, when I look at Reaver, I don't want to be like judgy about, I, I'm trying to take the attitude, well, if he can get $3,900 for, <laughs> you know, a 1987 Aria Pro with the neck broken half. Sure. Well, you know, God bless God him. God bless yeah, him. I mean, Good I really hope, I hope he does. Hoping he pay his yeah. mortgage and put his kids through college, yep. you know. Yep. Um, so I'm trying to, <laughs> 
have that kind of attitude about it. Oh, yeah, you have to. You have to let it go. I remember back when Craigslist was long, like before Reverb, before Marketplace. I used to buy and sell and trade on uh, uh, Craigslist, and I would get so mad when the description was wrong, or it obviously was a fake. So I would send them emails, and finally, I just like it's number. It's not your job. If somebody gets taken. It's uh, it's on them. Don't th- you're not the Craigslist police. I know somebody yeah. did that. I belong to a couple Chibson groups on Facebook, and somebody's like, "Yeah, I saw somebody selling chips on eBay," and I immediately reported them. And so you know what I did? I know this is such an asshole thing oh, to do. Here we go. I was that guy because I was like, "Fuck you!" So I re- I I reported his post to Facebook. Oh wow! <laughs> oh well, that'll teach him. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "How do you like to have your?" Your 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 shit reported on. Uh-huh, Fuck you. Exactly. So I know that was shitty, can't guys. Save, that was can't a, save this the is a confession time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I shouldn't have done. It. I felt bad after I did. I was like, oh look, uh, you're a Karen. Oh well, Karen Dini. Um, <laughs> so at least I'm willing to admit it. Yeah, right. I had a Karen moment. I yeah, apologize. Yeah. But seriously, it's like it was just the guy's like attitude. Like, yeah. He I know. I, we're being silly. Let's have a good time. All right. So um, I want to talk about some two interesting movies oh. that I ran across. Now, these are movies I saw in the previous podcast cycle, but because we were talking about Rush last week, right, we, we tried to keep it all about Rush. We didn't yeah. really get into any of this. Um, there's two that are, I think are of, of note. Um, one of them is a movie that is, uh, I, I think a lot of people think that this is the typical um, cliche final girl uh, teenage horror trope kind of movie. It's called Talk to Me. Okay. It is, I give it credit for really trying to do something different. It's pretty effective. It's not perfect. There are some genuinely horrifying and disturbing moments in it. Um, so I would tell you if you like, if you, you, I would tell you to give it a try. It's gotten like pretty decent reviews from most of the, mm-hmm. most of the people. You got to like horror. Like I'm the, this right. isn't a movie. If you don't like that kind of movie, don't watch it. Like, um, <laughs> and, and another one now I had talked, um, uh, about a movie, um, um, state of fear, spirit of fear okay. uh, a few weeks ago, month, month ago. And, um, and I and it was a movie where there was primarily one actor in the whole thing. Right. Okay. This is another movie that's very very similar to. That. It's called No One Will Save You. This is Ooh. getting some acc- accolades out there. Except this, uh, ma- the main character in this is a, is a young lady. Um, I'm not going to. Um, you should watch. I think you should watch it. I think people should watch it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those movies that kind of pissed me off because it could have been great. Okay. Um, there's a couple play areas where they felt where they fell down. I think overall, it's very well done. It, it, you know, it's like the cinematography, the show, the acting, all mm-hmm. of that's very good. This young lady, who I name I do not know, I think does a very good job of pretty much carrying the entire movie. She does a pretty good job. Mm. It's pretty suspenseful. You're pretty much wanting to know what's going to happen. You're kind of on the edge. It's not too long. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of things where I think they made mistakes, and if maybe you want to fast forward through this part if you don't want any spoilers, but um, I, I I don't think that the, I think the trailer and everything pretty much tells you this, um, and it comes up very quickly. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this in five, four, three, two, one. It's aliens. Ooh, okay, so okay. it's like a home invasion. Thing. And what Chris Stuckman said, I don't know if you ever follow him on YouTube, he said, imagine the last 
the um, the third act of the of Signs uh-huh. just being one movie, just being a movie. Okay, that's okay. what this is like. This is like the third act of Signs. Ah. Okay, um, and it's um, this. You know, there there are a lot of unique and cool things that they did with it. Where I think they fell down mm-hmm. on it was um, the creature designs could have been like a lot scarier. Um, they, um, we've seen this sort of big head, skinny right, body right. kind of thing, you know, many, many times. Um, there are variations on that that are very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and, and also, like, you could tell they were very proud of these these special effects because they showed them a lot and in broad daylight. Oh, really? Okay. okay. And um, not that they looked bad, but, like, it lost the effectiveness. Right. This is what I think like I think what they if, if I could and I can't mm-hmm. do I can go back and do the, all the post-production on that movie. I would create uh, aliens that were very amorphous kind of like you like just gross tentacles yeah, and like yeah. weird teeth and like, you know, what I mean, and not let you really understand what it is uh-huh. like in the movie Alien where you'd you really don't understand what it is you're looking at for like 90% exactly, of the movie. Right, you're right. like, what, what is this thing? It's horrifying. I can't tell what it is. And yep. that's part of why it's so horrifying. Yes. Cause you're not exactly sure what it is. Um, and I think that, um, had they, I think they could, they should have gone. And I know I'm not the only one who feels Chris Stuckman said this. And I, some other reviewers said it's sort of like, ah, like crap. Like it would have been like fucking amazing. Cause everything else mm-hmm. about it is really killer. Um, but the creature design and like how they did it was just like, they they just I don't follow his handle properly. My opinion, my opinion, my All opinion. Right, I, but I'm not saying it's a bad movie, sure. and you may fucking like it because and and it isn't. And I don't want also don't want to tell you like the aliens look you know okay they're just like ET or something. No, they're not. They're way scarier than that. They do a good job at times of really something. Mm-hmm. There's different. Um, uh, um, what's the word I want? Um, Iterations of these things. Okay. So they're not all the same exactly. <clears throat> right. Um. It, it's 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 pretty good. PG. Pretty good. Oh. Not, not, okay. Not G. Great. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. There you go. Um. So um. I did not know this about Mr. Pittsburgh. I found this yes, out that Mr. Yes. Pittsburgh is a bit of a Lord of the Rings nerd like I oh, am. I love him. Yeah. And um, I um ended up just I got. You know, sometimes you want comfort food, right? Sure. You know, and um, I return to those stories probably once a year, mm-hmm. at least. Now, um, do you read them, or are we talking about the movies? The movies. Okay, yeah. I'm so the same I had way. to. So I was. I got on a kick. I was like, I if I was a few weeks ago. Um, I don't know. I'm, I need something. I don't. You know, maybe I was feeling um, stressed about something. And I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want something I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I wanted to yeah. know like it was all so going to work out okay. Like you said, comfort food. Yeah. For, so yeah. like I put on Fellowship of the Ring. There you go. And you know, you know, watched it over the course of a, of a few days. And they're all they're super long, especially the sure. extended Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, the Two Towers. Then it finally, um, Return of the King. And I. Um, Stumbled across a channel on YouTube called Prime Theater, and he just happened to this week release a, a three-hour Lord of the Rings retrospective. 
Life. Oh, really? Where he gives you a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. He picks up some of the highlights from the from the special features on the Blu-rays and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he kind of gives you the timeline. He talks about the excitement that built around it and and the the press around it, and you know, and everything. And he goes through each of the movies. It was oh, cool! Very very well done. I got completely sucked into that. And really, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And when he gets to the end of Return of the King, mm-hmm. you know, and they they you know, I got just him talking about it got choked yeah of course <laughs> I'm getting yeah, choked you, up. yeah you're getting you know, dusted yeah that that's how that's how good this stuff one of the things he brought that was really interesting was um uh some 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 of this i i had heard before uh for instance in the novel um have you read the novels no the novel? never okay. read the novels yeah. um in the novel what happens is Gollum and frodo fight in mount doom okay they, Gollum gets the ring off of Frodo. And I don't know if he bites the bites his finger off, but he does get the ring off. And he's as he's dancing around on the cliff there, mm-hmm. he gets excited and he falls into the volcano. Oops! Yeah. And he falls into the volcano. Yeah. And um, Peter Jackson and company just felt like that. Just like for the movie, just w- was not going to be satisfying enough. Right. So that's why they made. Frodo go back to try to get the ring and they have that struggle and then Sam saves yep. him. And actually, J.R.R. Tolkien has he did say that he felt that Sam is the real hero of the story. And I oh, agree yeah. with that. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every time Frodo, you know, is like, you know, ready to fuck up, Sam's like, Sam's right the there. Helping yeah. him, you know, I can't carry the ring, but I can carry. I mean, how epic is yeah, that? Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I mean, that's like one of yeah. those epic scenes in a movie like ever. Yeah. Um, so that was... Um, the, the, it's a, it's, just a, it's a pretty good retrospective uh, uh, prime theater. Uh, yeah, the cool. guy, it's a well, you know the guy doing a voiceover, well edited together, mm-hmm. very well spoken. He knows his shit. Uh, you'll, I think I think if you're Lord of the Rings fan, you have fun with it. I mean, I've not read the books, and so I think I'm going to do the uh, do them on Audible. Oh, there you um, go. And and check them out soon. Um, oh, so okay. let's talk, so that's pretty much kind of the past week or so. Some of the. Uh, media and stuff that I've consumed. A bunch of YouTube stuff too, but we're not going to get into all that. Apparently, there's some shenanigans with uh, some rock stars out there. We will have to pick oh that up in, uh, next week. Um, Roger Waters is in hot water again. Oh, and, I see what you did you know, there. Yeah, you see what I did there. Yeah. So, um, so let's talk about Spotify. Um, okay. So many people, you know, have their shorts in a bunch about Spotify. Mm-hmm. And um, you shouldn't. So. That's the end of the podcast. All right, um, thanks everybody. <laughs> that was easy. Well, there's, there's, there, see, there's a, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of ins and outs to this case. Mm-hmm. A lot of ins and outs. A lot of ins and outs. In and out, in and out. A bit of the old in and out, eh? Well, fare thee well, brother. Fare thee well. <sighs> Let's talk. I, I, I'm going to throw um, a, a couple of numbers at you. Okay. The, the, 69, dude. 69, <laughs> right, Welcome to eighth grade. My files. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so the latest music streaming royalty rates are as follows. Oh, boy. Some go. of these services I do not know. Okay. Okay, this is how many... I'm not going to go to the royalty rates per se, but I'm going to say this is how many streams it takes on each one of these platforms uh-huh. to make $1. Okay. Okay, Title music. You've ever heard of title music? I have not heard of that. It takes 78 streams to make a dollar. Oh. That's actually one of the better ones on here. All right. Uh, Apple Music is 125 streams to make a dollar. Okay. Amazon Music is 249 streams. Oh. 
to make a dollar. Wow. Spotify. Here we go. Is 314 streams. Huh. To make one dollar. Well, we're not done. Oh. YouTube music is 500 streams to make a dollar. Huh. And Pandora is 752 streams to make a dollar. Wow. Okay. Wowzy. Wow, wow. You're not going to make money if that's what you think you're going to do. Uh-huh. No. That's not nope. how that's going to work. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're not going to make any money doing that, guys. Like, you know, it just, it's just like I suggest, I think artists at my level <clears throat> know this. I think the problem is, I think that like, I, and I'm, some of these, like the people like, not even as big as Taylor Swift, but people of that ilk, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and all the sort of crying they do. I'm going to propose a conspiracy theory. Okay. I think that one of the reasons why Spotify is as popular of a platform is, is because of Taylor Swift. Because I'm just kind of wondering if, like, she went Spotify, 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 Spotify. She went blah, 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 Spotify, blah, 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 Spotify. Mm-hmm. She went over and over and over and over. How much attention do you think they brought to Spotify? Lots. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, And I don't know what she says she's making on Spotify. I would say whatever that is, that's a lie. She's probably has worked some some kind of deal out with them. Um, I'm sure. You know, know. and I'm I'm sure that um, they're saying here in this. um, Oops, you know, Lewis, did you close out of that? You're big dummy. You're big dumb, dumb head. He's a dumb head. They're saying that Spotify's uh, uh, per stream, I heard it was point zero zero five, but this is saying it's point zero zero three one eight. Wow! Of a cent. Cent every yeah. Wow! No 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 no. No, it's of a dollar. It what is that? That's like. Three hundred eighteenths of a cent, or what? How exact? I'm not good with the, with math, right, but it's, the, 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 holy cow! Yeah, so so for, with a dollar, so third of a cent. It's a third of a cent. One, okay, yeah. Mr. Pittsburgh, thank you very much. A third, wow. you make a third of a cent. Brought a third of a cent. Yep. <clears throat> so, you mean you have to stream it three times uh-huh. to get a penny? Just a penny. Just to get a penny. Exactly. Wow. What? Uh, let me ask you a question. Sure. Let me ask you a question. Please do. Um. When did Spotify ever come out and say, "Yeah, um, you know, we want to be the platform where artists can really make a good living"? Never. Exactly. I don't think it was ever said. Never. I don't think they promised that at all. What I believe they promised is the people that subscribe is like you're going to be able to listen to music, download it, etc., mm-hmm. um, at a really good price. Yeah. <clears throat> the person paying for something. <clears throat> And a person getting paid sometimes do not have the same agenda. Right. Right? <laughs> yes. Doesn't work that way. They That's not, right. you know, it's not like, you know, Spotify is trying to do one thing. Artists are trying to do another thing. This is very similar. I, I think this argument is very similar. And I, I probably should have got some other people on here to, to argue against me on this. But I think there's so much hate towards Spotify that, like, I feel like y'all, it's not that I'm in the pocket of Spotify. I'm not a shill for Spotify mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I, I'm always, like, one of these guys that, like, like when everybody's dogging on Donald Trump, like, I'm like, I want to put my hands out. Wait a minute. And when everybody's dogging on um 
uh, Bill Clinton or what I want to say. No, wait a minute. When everybody's dogging, you know what I mean? I'm always the guy who's like, it, it, when I hear a bunch of people dogging on something, yeah. I want to go like, wait a minute. Because I don't think that, like, other side of the story. there's always two sides to every right. story. Number one. Number two, um, the human experience is extremely nuanced and diverse mm-hmm. and everything. And like, none of it can be summed up in a fucking Facebook meme. Right. Okay. You just right. can't like just stop. Just stop looking at a meme and thinking that like now you know you know Dick, you know what mm-hmm. some person to to point put a point of view across cleverly put a sentence together with a funny picture to right. get you to think something and yeah. that is it. You've been manipulated. Yes. Period. <clears throat> so what I'm trying to do is say that like there's just another way of looking at this. Okay. So um, Spotify is not in the business of helping you make money in the music business. Correct. The idea that you make any money from it is kind of incidental. Mm-hmm. You have every right to not put your music on Spotify. Just don't put your music there. If people stop, what? if artists putting their stuff on your music on Spotify, Spotify would go away. What? They don't have to? No. <laughs> I, don't, I know it sounds crazy, right? Yeah, right. <clears throat> Listen to me saying crazy talk. You silly. This is very similar to the argument, and I think that we might have to do like a, a podcast on this at some point. Um, is um, when is whose responsibility is it for for people to be at your gig? Yours, Yours. or the club owners? Yours, basically. Yeah, that's up for debate. There's a lot of musicians yeah, that well, say you know. <clears throat> say say something else. Um, so there is this. You have a you have a wrong you're you you you're thinking wrong, boy. Let me uh-huh. let me let, 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 let me straighten out your let yes, me straighten sir. out your mind. Yes, sir. You got your mind wrong on yes, the subject. Sir. Yes, you sir. You got to listen to reason. Yes, sir. Spotify is not about helping you make money. Spotify is a place you could put your music in. Oh, and guess what? You know, we'll we'll do you the courtesy of letting you make maybe make a few few pennies off right do you when you put out your music on spotify it doesn't cost you anything i hope i hope you know that it doesn't cost any money to put your music there okay okay at all so they're providing a free platform yeah. for you yeah i don't care you know as long as you don't do anything like you know too crazy they're mm-hmm. fine with pretty much any band that wants to put their music there okay um <clears throat> and there are <laughs> It's, so imagine this, being a, an, an artist. Let's see if you can flash back to like 1979. Okay. And a retailer like Kmart. Sure, right? yes. What do you think a band had to do to get their album in Kmart in 1979? I don't know. Yeah, do a lot. You have to do like, like by, It just doesn't happen. By the time it got there, like uh-huh. thousands and thousands of dollars were spent. Right. You know, I mean, it was a, it was tons of people involved. You know, you had to be signed. You know, you had to have, you, know, you had to go into a really expensive recording studio. You had to pay for mastering, which is insanely expensive. You know, you had to hire a producer, insanely expensive. If there were additional mm-hmm. musicians you need, more, you know, <clears throat> tons, you know, there was pressing and all, all kinds of stuff. You know, and then, and then it had to be on vinyl, had to be on eight track, had to be on cassette. Uh-huh. And there was all this stuff, manufacturing costs, right? Yes, yes. You know, and then you had to make sure that that, and there was a, all along the way, everybody there had to get paid, right? Okay, including the final distributor that Kmart bought from, right? Okay, <clears throat> you don't have to do any of that now. Yeah, 
you put you make your you put your record up through something I think it's like CD baby mm-hmm. and they automatically put it on Spotify for you. Wow. Y'all ain't doing shit. I know. Okay? And you're crying. Yeah. All right? Just calm down. Just calm the fuck down. All right? Um, an artist like... And, and so, like, I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but, like, really, an artist like Taylor Swift or Metallica or U2, do they need Spotify? No. I don't really think that they do. No. No, sir. I, I don't I don't, I don't. don't think that they do. In, in, in any case, um, so... <clears throat> that's not what it's there for. You're you're not understanding what the platform mm-hmm. is there for. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask Google a question in front okay, of everybody, go ahead. in okay, front of God go. and everybody. Yeah. Does Spotify make a profit? According to Washington Post, Spotify has never turned an annual profit. It seems to be in perennial startup mode, as music royalties expert Phil Bird recently put it. Well, Interesting. They don't make any fucking money. Yeah. So how are they going to pay you? You're lucky you're getting anything. Boy, yeah. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to yell at that. I mean, it's just that, like, this just, I just really, you're not, you're not, the attitude you have, this sort of entitled attitude is not helping you. Okay, just, you know, it, um, I'm going to talk later about the, which, how Spotify can be like really beneficial to you mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a, in a couple minutes here. But, just first of all, let's dispel some of this stuff yeah. about it. It's not there. To, it's not there for you to make money. It, but it is a convenience for you oh, yeah. to put all your, you know, have if you have great, great music and you have great artwork to go along with it. You know, now you know you can maybe maybe you have a chance to kind of get noticed. Now, here's what you, here's what you guys don't understand. Like you know, the radio isn't much better. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, you can get twelve cents um, per play on on commercial radio, and uh-huh. like five cents on college radio." <clears throat> um, it's twelve cents on com- on commercial radio, and six cents per play on uh, college radio. College. So that's, okay, I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry about that. I did that wrong. Um, however, <laughs> you still a most independent artists aren't getting played on the radio anyways. Right. <laughs> the art of the people that like could leverage Spotify the most mm-hmm. that have the, you know, like, are those the, guys, you know, yeah. they, they don't, they're, they're, they're the artists that aren't really going to get much. Yeah. Okay. Well, the homegrown show plays us every week. Congratulations. You're making 12 cents a week. Yeah. Now let me explain to you about that 12 cents. <laughs> Cause yeah. it's not all is not as it appears to be the 12 cents. Before it can make it to the artist. Right. Where's it got to go? Technically, they say it goes to the songwriter, but uh-huh. that is not what they really mean. It goes to the person who owns the publishing of the song. Correct. Which may be some <clears throat> corporation. Mm-hmm. May have nothing to do with the artist. <clears throat> do you ever heard of a guy named John Fogarty? Oh, uh, I've heard the name. Sure, okay. sure. You ever heard of a guy named Jimi Hendrix? Oh, I've heard These of These are guys name. that yeah, made sure no you know. money off their fucking music. Oh, my God. Okay, because there, somebody else owned every, all the shit, mm-hmm. and those are two of the biggest rock stars in the history of rock stardom. Right. All right, and they're the if you ever watch the television show, um, you can find it on YouTube now. Behind the music, there are every other episode is some story, right. some artist that like they had these Gets big songs, rude. but they couldn't make any money from them because the publishing was all owned by somebody else. Exactly. All right, so. You're not there. You're not going to see that. So you know the radio isn't all that much better. 
Um, also, radio is a much more of a closed system. This is much more like the Kmart thing that I was saying before, mm-hmm. because now now you're dealing with the well. In any in, in, with the case with the radio, I mean, all radio now is ninety percent of it is owned by big. Corporate entities, yep. okay. Yep. So you got to get in with the corporation, or we prefer if we're going to mm-hmm. get fucking played, mm-hmm. um, and played enough that once a week on the homegrown show, until you know another band smoothes the DJ right, gets on right. the homegrown show, yeah. you know, isn't really you know that isn't enough to. Yeah, l- l- let me let me let me, Mister Pittsburgh. Yes, sir. Do you remember having this experience? Somebody, an artist who like was pretty good, but maybe you didn't really love all their stuff. Sure. Somebody like Phil Collins. Sure, okay. Would come out with a song like, um, um, uh, remember the funny song he did? It's no fun being an illegal, illegal alien. alien. Something like yep, that. Okay, yep, you know what yep. I mean? You know what I mean? So, so that song would come out, and you would hear it on the radio station, and sure, you might be at that point like, man, that song sucks. Uh huh. But they kept playing it. Yes. They kept playing. And you would be listening because either you were just cruising around with your friends and listening to the radio, or you wanted to hear the new Van Halen song. Right, so you have to sit so through. You, so you, yeah. so, and what started to happen? Pretty soon you ended up knowing all the words. Illegal Alien by, by yeah. Phil Collins. You knew all the words. Yeah. You know how exactly how it went. Yeah. Okay? And then fast forward 30 years when the scene is all different and you're an older person and everything, and now you hear that song, and you probably get a big smile on your face. Yeah. Thinking about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay. Yeah. okay, all right, all right, okay. But that took hearing that song uh-huh. over, over, and over, and over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Like, you have to hear it to fucking death. Right. Okay? You don't just hear it once or twice and go like, it doesn't work that way. So you're not able to get that, to try to get that on the radio. I guarantee, I, I bet nobody listening to this is ever going to be as big of a rock star as Phil Collins. Right. Maybe you will, and I hope you are. Yeah. But it's unlikely. Oh, bless you. It's unlikely. We, can, we should do a podcast on really kind of the percentage of people that actually become true rock uh-huh. stars. And I also think probably the percentage of people that like ever made any serious money off of this is right. probably a lot smaller. Yeah, exactly. Than you than you than you think. It's probably a lot. Again, watch the television show uh, behind the music. You can watch it mm-hmm. on on mm-hmm. YouTube now. I, I don't think that, that busts some myths right there about the music business. <clears throat> so um, so they're not ripping off artists. They're actually providing you a platform to put your music out there. Well, no, I mean, I could put it on, what's the, um, uh, what, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. But, yeah, like, but, that's mm. not a platform that, like, John Q. Public really uses. Exactly. That's like a, a you know, who uses SoundCloud is, like, um, people in the industry. Like, when I was working with publicists and they wanted me to hear their artists so I could interview okay, them, yeah, they would yeah. send me their SoundCloud, the SoundCloud yeah, okay. You know, uh, sometimes artists will be using SoundClouds to send uh, files to uh, their uh, the person who's going to maybe do the mastering or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like a kind of industry thing. It isn't a right, layperson right. type thing. So... It's really Spotify is the way that like it has become it has surpassed iTunes in the way in which most people consume are consuming oh, yeah. are consuming music online. <clears throat> um, and remember, it's paying you more than Pandora or YouTube. Yes. All right. And it doesn't make any money. Right. And it's totally free for you to use. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you use it? Oh, that's see, the question that's now. the thing. Like, you, stop with the money thing. 
you got to Spotify doesn't make any money, but they're playing the long game. Mm-hmm. You need to play the long game. Ah. This is how you win in this industry is by playing the long game, not by going like, well, I got a thousand people to download my song. And so I made a thousand dollars. Whoopee me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, no. You got to be, you got to, you got to, this Spotify, therefore, like Instagram, yeah. like TikTok, like YouTube, mm-hmm. is only one part of your overall marketing strategy to get your music out there and to, and to bring fans in. Mm-hmm. It's only one part. It isn't, it isn't the end all be all. <clears throat> and you still, if you're going to, if you're going to make money in this, as as an artist in that way you're going to have to sell physical shit which means yes. you're going to have to sell merch like uh-huh. t-shirts and stuff like that or uh concert tickets exactly yeah you, you get people get get people to shows all right so you need to start thinking right away well like spotify it's cool if i make a few like kind of you need to kind of write that off right and look at how Spotify, you can leverage Spotify mm-hmm. to build your audience, to get people to do other, to, to make yeah, other choices yeah. that you want them to make. I'm not here to teach you that. There are people that can teach you that. Um, one of, there, there's some people that are really good at it, Leah McHenry, uh, uh, Tom Hess, John Ojaka, um, Carlos Castillo, uh, Damian Keys. I discovered a new guy um, who I put a link to in the... Um, in the uh, in the show notes, I'll talk I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later on. But he's you know, and there's free information. A lot of these folks, right, are selling courses and everything like that. I know you're broke. You're broke musician. You can't afford to like take a course on how to mm-hmm. do something. <clears throat> um, but how many vintage guitars do you have again? Right. Um, so, um, excuse me. So, so you can find most of this information, or a lot of it, at least a lot to will like take you a lot farther than just sitting there twiddling your thumbs while waiting on Spotify. Yep. Uh, just for free on YouTube and on TikTok, there are people that have teaching videos. Yeah. They'll give you hints and tricks and tips on how you can get a little bit more and use Spotify for something productive. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Um, you need again, as I said earlier, you need to think of the long game. Your record label thinks of this as a, in a long game. Sure. They aren't like we're, they aren't like we're gonna we're gonna just get the song out as fast as we can and get it to the middle. They're not doing that. They're, they've got a they've got like a whole strategy. Like a strategy might be this originally is to release the song or or, or your album to your list. Uh, you don't have a list, do you? See, this is your first problem. Oh. Okay, so get a list. Release it to your list first. Get them to like maybe sell them, sell them a thing for like for like twenty nine dollars where they get the CD, the cassette, mm-hmm. T shirt, uh, shot glass. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. For something like they send them a really cool package, thanking you know you know send, you know they're paying full price. They're gonna get some extra shit, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and th- and then maybe you use some marketing to get some people to maybe get the CD at half price or something like that. People that are not on your list, maybe three months later you start that. Right. Then in another three months, maybe then it shows up on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And by mm-hmm. then you're already working on the new record you're going to be putting out in, in three or six months or whatever. Yep. So you're, you, you have like a little cycle going. And as, as you do that over time, you build, you build, you build, you build. That is a, that is a whirlwind <laughs> like 
very quick strategy that I learned from John Ojaka, and I did not even put all the parts in, but you get the basic idea of what we're of what we're talking. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a movie release, right? It comes out in the well, they don't do this anymore, but traditionally it would come out in the theater, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and then after it was after it had its run in the theater, they could make as much money as they could. Then what did they do? They'd release the you could go buy the Blu-ray or the exactly. DVD or whatever, yeah, yeah. Okay? and then it would show up on well in the video stores, but now it's yeah. then it would show up on streaming. Right. Okay, now there's, I know this movie's released directly streaming and stuff like that now, but the traditional cycle is that, and that way they maximize every aspect of the audience's attention. Mm-hmm. You know, they know the people who saw it in the theater really love, there's going to be people that are going to, those, some of those people are going to go buy the Blu-ray. You know what I mean? Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And, but there's going to be those people that are going to wait to streaming, but that's okay, because they're going to, Netflix is going to license that movie, yep. you know, they're going to license it, and so so they get the movie's going to make money yet again. Uh-huh. Um, so do you want to be? Th- so that's just an example of a strategy. You know, you apply that how you want. I strongly, you strongly suggest that you do some uh, research on your own on this. Um, the record store versus Spotify and radio versus Spotify. Mm-hmm. This is so interesting because I think um, is do you, would you when you think of Spotify, Mister Pittsburgh, yes. do you think of Spotify more as a radio station? Or more as a record store. Record store. You think of it as a record store. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that here's the way I think of Spotify. Imagine if you could I'll use a Pittsburgh reference. You could get down to Ides. Okay. Remember Ides? Yeah. Get down to Ides. And you could take Ides with you. Everywhere you went. Yeah, exactly. And 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 and, then, and you could ask the store clerk as you took the right record store with you everywhere you wanted went to could you play a mix for me? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know they play a mix in the store yep. or they play yep. an album in the store or whatever, yep. you know. So Spotify is kind of like that. Mhm. You know, um it's this it, it, they've taken that experience and made it so convenient for you to, to the point where you can even be the guy behind the counter programming. Oh, exactly. The, yeah. the list of, yeah. of, of of songs that you want to hear. Plus, you can get every all those records that you're listening mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. It's it is a music lovers heaven. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's an absolutely mu- a music lovers heaven. Um, it did it change how artists get paid for the music? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It absolutely it it did. Sorry, you have to figure something else out. Like, you, you know, it, that was a very short period of time, if you think about it, where artists were making money from records and everything like that in the grand right. scheme of the whole history of music on this planet. Yes. That's very small window. Right. That's very, very tiny. That's, right. a, that's a minuscule. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> You you're gonna have to find other and, and you have to you you just gonna have to find other ways and there's people that can teach you go find them I'm not here to teach you that type of stuff uh, that's all that's a different podcast um, so I'm just trying to give you guys different ways to kind of like think about this um, I think a lot of artists want to have a set and forget mentality 
they have the fantasy, you know, it's as easy as fishing. You could be a musician if you could make sounds low and mellow. Get a secondhand guitar, chances are you go far. If you get in with the right bunch of fellows, people see you having fun, just laughing in the sun, tell them that you like it this way because it's the work that we avoid and we're all self-employed. We love to work at nothing all day. Uh-huh. I'll be taking care of business, right? It's exactly. that, that people think that that song is reality. This no. is not fucking out. Music best work. No. <laughs> it's not as easy as fishing. <laughs> But I get, I think that like artists have a fantasy that like, you know, like, you know, I want to get up in the morning and like write some songs and then just like go party with my friends uh-huh, and just, uh-huh. you, know, la, 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 you know what I mean? No, this is a business. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you decided to go into business. You're exactly. one of those crazy people. All right. And business is, you know, requires a lot of energy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it requires a lot of creativity. It requires thinking fast on your feet. Um, and, uh, it, at times, it requires very long hours. Not always, but a lot of times it requires sure. very, sure. very long hours. It requires you to wear a lot of hats. Uh-huh. You know, and um, there's a guy um, on... Um, on YouTube, and, and I follow him. He's got a good channel. He's a very talented musician, but I disagree with his kind of attitude um, about, I mean, he has some videos really kind of decrying the fact that he has to do social, so much social media, and he really hates Spotify. Um, but I just think that, like, I don't think that lazy, but I just think he's maybe in a little bit of denial that, yeah. like, that's that we're not putting that genie back in the bottle. Right. Like we're not going back there. That's never going to happen. Um, we have a we have a movement in in human culture towards convenience. Mm-hmm. Did we even? <laughs> it was. Just, I mean, the one of the start beginnings of it was the convenience store. Sure. <laughs> It's one right? o'clock you know, in the morning. You want some Doritos? Exactly. It's convenient. How convenient. How convenient. Yeah, yeah. And as we, as technology comes into play and gives our lives more and more and more and more and more convenience, other industries will have to change. Right. I'm sorry. I know it sucks. You're a great guy. You have a great YouTube channel. You're a fantastic musician. I just don't know what to tell you. I mean, I watched your videos on it, and I felt bad for you. I get where you're coming from. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be making social, you don't want to be a content creator. You want to be a musician. I totally get you. I totally feel you on that. But it's not, that's just not the world we live in, and I don't need to tell you that. I'm preaching to the choir, brother. You know more about it than I do, and I'm not here to criticize you, and I hope if you ever hear this that you take <laughs> take this with the spirit that, that it's intended. Um, <clears throat> and all you guys listening, I'm having a little bit of fun in the beginning, kind of yelling and carrying on a little wee bit, but it's just, just not the world we live in. Just You just forget all that stuff. Just, you know, you're in business. It's a, it's Sometimes it's a motherfucker. You know what I mean? You get kicked in the teeth. You got to get back up. You know, you try five things. You know, four and a half of them are fucked up. You got to redo. The, I mean, that's just you know, you know, that that's just business. It ain't a, what? What's the line from uh, Rocky? It's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. Exactly. You know, it's tough. It's tough. It, it, and it, I don't think it's ever been easy. The, in the, you know, in, during the so-called golden era or golden age, you, there was all these hoops you had to jump through to even make a record. Exactly. There's so many artists that like today, like if we still had that system, you know, they, you, they would you never, never, a lot never of artists we play yeah. on New and Notable, they would never have records exactly. out. They wouldn't be able to yeah. afford to do it, you know. So this has created this environment where there's so much amazing music. And um, the, 
one of the issue one of the issues is objective um, curating versus subjective curating. Um, is that the word I want? Cur- yeah, a curator. Curates yeah, yeah, you're curating, curating things. Okay, uh-huh. okay, Sounds good to me. Um, <clears throat> so we're relying on curators to 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 do this. I believe that it's the shows like mine and the show all the shows on Rock Rage Radio and stuff like that are curating. We are saying, folks, hey, this is cool. You should check it out. Yeah. Okay. That's what you know. And I think if you were back at the corporate system. I think I I think a lot of y'all are under looking back with rose colored glasses because mm-hmm. a lot of your music would never get heard. You wouldn't even get a chance to make it, to even make the to even make the music. Right. And that would right. and it and when that was happening, that was a shame because there were tons of talented artists oh, yeah. out there. We all knew they were in every city. You go, oh my God, that guy's so good. Why can't he make a record? Because oh, he needs ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um. Um. So. What we have now instead is we have uh, so subjective curating is like the DJ. It's like what we do. <clears throat> it's what maybe um, like I do with my own Spotify and YouTube playlists. It's me just kind of going. I think these songs are cool. They kind of go together. Let's you know. Um, you should listen to this. When we say new and notable, we're curating for exactly. folks. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Objective curating is done digitally. This is what the Spotify oh, and YouTube yes, yes. algorithms are doing. Okay, this is a monkey in the wrench because you know so many times. Like I want to hear, um, I'll put on something because I'll put on. Oh, I'm trying to think of. A, I'm just want to think of. A, I just want to think of a good of a of a of a good example. I'll put on. Um, the Talking Heads. Okay. Because I want to hear some of that that, that type mm-hmm. of sound. Right. Right. Okay. What 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 <clears throat> Spotify and YouTube will often do is they'll be like, oh, he wants to hear music from the same year or the right, same era. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, I won't hear other bands that are kind of in the Talking Heads niche. What I will hear are other bands that kind of were Came out, out that, at the same yeah, time. Exactly. You know, your Bon Jovi. Right and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not knocking any of that stuff. I'm just saying that, yeah. like, if you're thinking in a certain way, um, so the 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 algorithms don't work in the same way that like a curator works. Right. They can only go off of very certain. Uh, very, very, they have to go off of like just certain parameters that have to be programmed. Somebody has to guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, and maybe and maybe that day. And then maybe there's a day where, no, I want to hear songs from 1983. That's why I picked And She Was by the Talking Heads. Because, right. You know what I mean? You know, so it'd be great. They can't, you can't, uh, the algorithm's never going to be able to, yeah. to, to help yeah. you with that. All right. Um, so understanding the algorithm and how to leverage the algorithm is, is a big way to kind of, Again, use Spotify as a as a tool, and maybe make a maybe you put a couple of bucks in your pocket. But I would I, I can't reiterate enough that you should just kind of look at anything as that as kind of beer money. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we were already taught. We already mentioned ease in human nature that we're moving mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. society of more and more conveniences. Convenience. I, I predict this. I don't know if this will happen in our lifetime, but I think it might. I think we're going to get to a point with AI and digital technology that you're going to be. You know, these people go like, you know, like we're talking about Lord of the Rings, right? Right. And you may be a person <clears throat> of a different ethnicity and say, you know, this really sucks. There's no. Asian people in this movie. I want to see Lord of the Rings with all Asian cast. 
and you probably be able to plug in some kind some of app of, yeah. that will do that for you. AI to the rescue. Exactly. You'll probably be able to go like, I don't, like I was talking about that movie. Um, let me go back to it. Uh, la, 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 no one will save you. And right. they're not liking the aliens. Yeah, I, I want to get take to, the aliens out. Yeah, I want yeah. to do different aliens. I might be, I could, I'm going to tell you we're going to get to that point. Just like we are now with music. There's software now that pulls all the tracks out now. Oh, yeah? I can re, you can take famous people's music and remix it the way you want. Holy cow, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, um, That's how they're redo, that's how they're fixing, or fixing. I, I should be slapped. You don't fix a Beatles song. You don't song. fix, no, yeah. You don't fix yeah. the Beatles. That's how they're oh, like remixing or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, some of these Beatles songs. They're using this technology. Wow. Um, so, you know, there's going to be time in history when like, I thought that last Indiana Jones movie sucked. Here's how, how I can make it better, right, better or good, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, exactly. You know, I'm going to, well, I'm going to put out the Godfather, but all the dialogue is going to be turned into farts. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be able to do stuff. Finally, like that. now yeah. we can. Now AI is good for something. Exactly. Yeah. So, so there. So ease, ease in human nature. Ease is part of human nature. Mm-hmm. I, and one of the things I do want to bring up about this, um, uh, before we, before I finish up on this topic, is I think that with people, you, you, a couple of things you guys got to think about. Your competition is not other bands. Your competition is <sighs> TikTok. Mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. uh, whatever local sports game is on that night, right, right. whatever is streaming on, uh, you know, Netflix or, or Prime that's hot. You know what I mean? There's, there's people have their leisure t- podcasts. Your sure. leisure time now, you have so many options that people yeah. in the seventies and eighties did Didn't not, have. even in the nineties, did not have. Right, right. You know, you were really still stuck in the nineties with like the few station radio stations you could pick exactly, up. Exactly. Yeah. You know. That was it. You know, if you like music videos, you had to watch MTV or VH1 and wait. And that was it. For, to see yeah. the video yeah. that you wanted to see. I mean, like, um, now that people can kind of pick and choose and do what they do all their stuff, like, y- you know, you've got to find a way to kind of jump into that stream and find a way to become um, relevant. This mm-hmm. that goes beyond the scope of this podcast. I'm not gonna. I'm not, oh, again, yeah. I'm not here. To, yeah. I will refer you to some folks. <clears throat> Sure. Who I think, like I said, John Ojaka does a good job. Liam McHenry is absolutely fantastic at this. Um, Damian Keys, Tom Hess, go find those people and take their courses. Uh, you're gonna have to learn, guys. You can't like, <laughs> you know, like you don't need. Maybe you don't need a music degree to make music, but you probably need some kind of additional education on how sure. to do the business end of it for sure. Yeah. Um. So. Um, I'm going to just, I don't want to play this video. I just want to say who, who, who did it, who the channel is. Let me go ahead. And, okay. Um, Andrew Southworth. Is that it? I Kevin? believe so. Yeah. Southworth. Southworth yeah. A- 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 Andrew Southworth. Uh, find him. I put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, why Spotify hates your music. It sounds like a negative kind of thing, but what he does in that video is he explains how to leverage Spotify yeah. to get it to do more of what you want it to do to be more of a bene- benefit to you. Okay. And he is, you know, there's tons of people. Um, I, I, I mentioned Damien Keyes a bunch of times. He's very, he's really big with, um, with, with Spotify. Check that stuff out. Um, cool. So I put some links in there. Let's talk about music. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Frontier, <laughs> Frontiers Music. I love those guys. I know they released a music sampler. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Today, 
And um, <clears throat> I'm actually going to play one of the bands from it in a minute. But like, okay. let's just, you know, this, hello, come in. Come on, come, come on, on come now. On. Come on, computer. computer. <laughs> the first band is Ecl Eclipse. Pretty cool, huh? Well, that's catchy. Butt rock, but good. Uh -huh. Vega. Uh -huh. The band's called Vega. called Blackbird it sound a lot like rat to me oh, yeah, yeah. big background vocals mm -hmm. Ronnie Romero all right Ronnie James Dia Romero. Yep. Yeah, right? <laughs> I really got a Ronnie James Dia thing going. These guys are called Seventh Wonder. Um, heavy Very rock cool. for like um, like music school. They sound like music school guys. Mm -hmm. They have all the, you know what I mean? It's very, yes, it's very kind of yes. technical. Good. No, go, all good, yeah, stuff. Yeah. good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good um, stuff. So, um, I there's a band that I discovered because of Justin Hawkins. I'm such mm -hmm. a fanboy, I can't, I have to admit it. <laughs> um, but this is a band called the Viagra Boys. That's a great well, name, right? What's up with that? And, you know, they've got... <laughs> Uh -huh. oh, oh, oh man, we're, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, Mr. Bassman.
Horrible guitar noises is what yes, the caption yes. says. This is this a lyric video. It says when the guitar wow. comes, it's horrible guitar noise. That's nice. great. Okay, what do you think about that? It's weird. That's very interesting. <laughs> it's very weird. I got. I was gonna say it's one of those ones though. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep listening to it though, just to see where it goes. Okay, let's see if we can get Viagra yeah, boys. We can get some info. Viagra. You know, now that you've typed that in, you're going to get all kind of pop-ups for Viagra. Well, that was the first thing. The Viagra pills came up first. No, of course it did. So, let's see. Who are the Viagra Viagra boys? Okay. They're Swedish. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Viagra boys is a Swedish punk band formed in Stockholm in 2015. Uh, Lineup currently consists of American lead singer Sebastian Murphy alongside Swedish musicians Linus, Elias, and Heinrich. Mm. And Oscar, I'm not going to pronounce the last names. All right. The band's lyrics are known for using satire and dark humor to criticize right wing right wing populism, mm-hmm. hypermasculinity, and far right conspiracy theories. Okay, okay. all right, interesting. Then. They are a big boy. Oh goodness, interesting. So let's. I got some other shit for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I got some other shit. Some other shit for Speaking us of there? Eclipse, these guys, this is another song they have called The Hardest Part is Losing You. Okay. Let's get your sort of opinion on it. And I want to play another band for you in a little bit. Okay. I think that if I wow. had my way, that'd be a hit. Yeah, I mean that's like a very <laughs> catchy. It was really good. Yeah, I thought it was really fucking good. Um, Eclipse. Okay, so we yeah. have to go over to here now. Okay, and do something. <clears throat> sure. Kind of weird. All right. I'm so sorry. Crazy. I to put you through this. This is a band um, called Paris Monster, and okay. I like this guy's voice a lot. Um, unfortunately, there's no, there's no guitar. What? Yeah, just bass, so it's okay.
these guys are in- interesting band. The yeah. lead vocalist is uh, plays drums and a bunch of keyboard stuff, and is um, then there's a bass player who's got a lot going on as well. Oh yeah. Um, so let's see if we can get a little information on Paris Monster. Paris Monster. Monster. Musical artist. Well, really? I thank you for. Oh, I'll see. That. It clears it right up. All right. Oh, God, I can't read. Oh, boy. Getting old sucks. Yeah, do. Nothing is opening anything. Don't you just oh, love when that that's happens? Lovely. Good. Um. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm so sorry about this, guys. There's like, does I'm looking for bio. Let's see if there's something here. I didn't intend to talk about these guys. So in my defense, yeah, you had nothing prepared. I didn't really have anything. Yeah, got nothing prepared. But I was thinking about. I was thinking. I started thinking about them. Like I wanted Mr. Pittsburgh. Yeah. To uh, hear them. Quite interesting. Home music store live videos lyrics contact. Okay, I can't find a uh, bio on them right off the. Come on, Paris Monster, get with it. Yeah. Um, they're on their own record label. The record label is called Paris Monster, hmm. and they're called Paris Monster. And it's two guys that are, I think, re- pretty talented. I think that the guy's voice reminds me of um, Paul Carrick a bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of that kind of like soulful um, kind of thing going on. But yeah, um, all right then. Okay, cool. Okay, cool guys. Uh, let's go ahead and get this because it's just too. Too Is that crowded a cricket? up there. Yeah, outside. That's outside. Okay. You crazy. All right, we got a little background music. All right. All right. Um, so that is what is happening with uh, some some newer artists. That well, you, you know, we t- we out. talked about. It. I'm going to throw my two cents in right now. Uh, we talked about this in the past, <laughs> and I totally agree because I kind of fell under that. Oh, screw. Spotify, they're not paying these artists. Well, yet they're not. It's not the. That's not what they're for, you know. Like back in our day, an artist would do an album and then go on tour to promote the album. Right. It don't work like that no more, right? Now it's almost like you do an album and promote that music to support your touring. That's where you make your money now. It's almost flipped. Yeah, you used to make the money on the recordings. Now, right, used right. To, I think you said it backwards. You used to tour to sell the, the albums. albums, correct. Now you now you make the albums. You, now you make the albums so they give you like some promotion yeah. so people know about it so you can watch, so you can get paid. Exactly. And that's yeah. how people need to look at things like Spotify and, and YouTube and all that stuff. That it's promoting you. I, I think so too. I, yeah. I you know, and when I um I know some other podcasters are very frustrated, like I am, about the my inability. Like I, I mean, I can't. I am very limited to where I, what I can do with this podcast because mm-hmm. we play we play the music, right? You know, you know yeah. Facebook and YouTube. They don't want to hear that oh, noise. Oh no! <clears throat> and that's because they don't want to pay, right? What 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 YouTube and Facebook should do is they should go get ASCAP and BMI licenses. Mm-hmm. And then let anybody play whatever. Exactly. I mean, especially, I mean, those two companies for the gazillion jillions of gazillion gillion ginger gil dollars they're making. Oh, yeah. Come they on can now. afford it. Come on now. Come sit down. 
<laughs> it's um <clears throat> ludicrous. Yeah, ludicrous. Uh and, and you know and one of the things that has happened is te- technology companies are taking over everything. I mean that's why you have um you know, we're streaming movies now yeah. and, 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 and all of this stuff. You know, it hit the music business versus the music movie business is suffering for it too. And they're going to suffer even more once filmmaking becomes completely democratized mm-hmm. and people can do it all inside the computer. Right. Watch. You see what's going to happen. Out. Yeah. You see, you wait, 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 you see, you're going to see all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Snow White in blackface. Whoa. Somebody will make it. Oh my. <laughs> Just to oh piss everybody my. off. Remember, you heard it here first. <laughs> I, you know, and and I th- also think well, another issue is I think um, I wanted to mention this earlier is I think some folks are sus- a little suspicious of music or cynical about music because of auto tune, mm-hmm. um, and what they perceive people are doing with, 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 and a lot of people, quite frankly, are doing with with Pro Tools. Yeah. When you make music entirely in the computer. The, you know, I'm just saying, I don't want to, I don't really want to criticize mm-hmm, anybody mm-hmm. for doing that. I mean, I think that like that's, there's, there's some great music done that way, but it's also, you are not having the same type of thing with human beings, plucking things, beating right. on things, singing into things. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's, it's, it's just a different yeah. It's a different, it's a, you know, and I think that there's a there's a funky kind of perception about it in people's minds. Um, uh, beat mapping everything and auto tuning everything, mm-hmm. you know, making everything. Uh, Rick Beato did a um, a uh, an episode and I, I where he was showing different songs that the song sped up. In a chorus, but yeah. then it came back down. It wasn't like a the 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 band was just bad and couldn't play in time. Right, right, like, right. And he, one of the songs I believe was, um, I think it was it was back in black. ACDC, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know yeah, the the yeah. verses were in one tempo, the the choruses were in another. Phil Rudd would bring it right back to where mm-hmm, to where mm-hmm. to where uh, it started, um, and you just you're not getting that. The, that's a huge feel thing, and it makes music of that. It's you know um, whenever you watch a movie from yesteryear like i watched easy money uh-huh it just looks different than right. movies today made today it yeah. just looks yeah. it has a different like feel, feel to, it to it because mm-hmm. that was shot on film right light was hitting a thing and it was being mm-hmm. captured mm-hmm. and you know whatever i'm not um you, you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm saying. I know exactly. What I'm that was actually being captured on film. There was there was and there was some analog process involved. Right. And movies today, they have a, like a different look and feel. And it's because they are digital. Yep. Music, same way. Music's been there. Music has been there, got there before music yeah. did. Music. I mean, music got there before movies. Did, movies did. Yeah. Me. Um, but you, you're where we definitely have this. We have definitely have this. Um, we definitely have this thing, and then, then people have people get the wrong Im- impression about music. They people think that like you know, I just saw I saw this again on a lot of videos I watched on this topic this week, where people, well, yeah, the problem is today's music is so terrible, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, did you just hear the three bands we just played? Yeah, was, was that, none of that was terrible. No, <laughs> like, really you know what good. I mean? uh, They were all very diverse. Did a lot, did diff- different things. You know, all like guys playing actual instruments, uh-huh. like doing actual singing. Yeah. 
probably a minimum of any kind of vocal tuning, if there was any. You know, probably, I would say, this band, um, Eclipse, mm-hmm. they have that super clean kind of vocal production. Yeah. It makes me think that like maybe they were gussying it up a little bit with some... Um, well, uh, you know what song? Um, the, the harmonies are done by manipulating autotune is Fly Away by Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny, yeah. You know, there's, yeah. when his background vocals come uh-huh. in, you know, Fly Away. That's, uh, they just sang like one note and they manipulated it with uh, Yeah, it's very with, cool. With, well, I, with, I didn't know that until you told me that. Yeah, like, you oh, know, wow. I mean, it's used as a special effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but it's used a, well because you really can't hear it, even yeah. after you, after it, it you makes know it, it. But it does give it yeah. a certain sound. Mm-hmm. It's a certain kind of like, when, and when you do listen to it, you go like, oh. I, I think it was some kind of vocal processing. You, yeah. you kind of start to, yeah. you kind of start to pick it up. Um, the Wings of Pegasus, I've make, recommended his YouTube channel yeah. before, yeah. but he's really hot. Oh, he's all over the, the auto tune thing. Oh, yeah. And he will, he, that's, he, he <clears throat> analyzes that. It's very, very, oh, very interesting. Cool. Anyways, guys, um, that, well, that, that's it for right now. Um, we will be back next week. Yes. Uh, go to rockrageradio.com, download the free app. Go find Wolf's Customs on social media or go to wolfscustoms.online. Get custom artwork done on your musical instrument and go to Wolfie. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com for all your uh, Ludini swag and information and links to all kind of fun stuff that we do. Um, and that is pretty much it. We're kicking around a couple podcast ideas for next week, but sure. stay tuned. Nothing, for nothing's that. sticking yet. So come back and see All right, us. Mr. Pittsburgh, any final thoughts or anything you'd like to add before we get out of here this week? I want to quote a great man. This man <clears throat> told me this today, and I just want to share it with all of you. Hey, man. Thank you, Bruce. Catch you all in the next Ludini Rock and Roll Service. Yeah.